In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worldly. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. A genealogy of Jesus Christ, son of David, son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, Tamar being their mother. Perez was the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Aminadab, Aminadab the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz, Rahab being his mother. Boaz was the father of Obed, Ruth being his mother. Obed was the father of Jesse, and Jesse was the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asa, Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, Joram the father of Azariah, Azariah was the father of Jotam, Jotam the father of Ahaz, Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh, Manasseh the father of Ammon, Ammon the father of Josiah, and Josiah was the father of Jeconiah and his brothers. Then the deportation to Babylon took place. After the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shetel, Shetel was the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel was the father of Abiot, Abiot the father of Aliakim, Aliakim the father of Azor, Azor was the father of Zadok, Zadok the father of Achim, Achim the father of Eliot, Eliot was the father of Aliezer, Aliezer the father of Matan, Matan was the father of Jacob, and Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called Christ. The sum of generations is therefore 14 from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the Babylonian deportation, and 14 from the Babylonian deportation to Christ. The Gospel of the Lord. You don't have to remember all the names in the genealogy of the of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to the Gospel of St. Matthew, to get a pass. Just we need to remember two names, David and Abraham. A genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David and the son of Abraham. In this overview of explaining the lineage of Jesus, Matthew clearly and strongly connects him to some of the greatest men in the history of the Old Testament. But these two stand out. Both Abraham and David stand as the luminary paragons of Jewish history. The history, the ascendancy, and the fate of the Israelites and subsequently the Jewish people are intertwined with the saga involving these two men. Prophecies regarding the nation's future greatness are tied to the lineage drawn from these two men. Throughout his work, St. Matthew presents Jesus as the kingly Messiah, promised from David's royal line. In fact, the Messiah will be called the son of David. St. Matthew not only connected Jesus to David, 
but back yet further to Abraham. Jesus is the seed of Abraham in whom all nations would be blessed. The Israelites and later the Jews paid a great deal of attention on genealogies. One of the principal responsibilities of the priestly caste was not only to act as functionaries of temple worship, but also to act as historians and archivists, carefully recording the lineage of persons, especially those connected to famous ancestors. St. Matthew understood this when he wrote this genealogy which serves to establish Jesus' claim to the throne of David through his adoptive father, Joseph. This, however, is not the blood lineage of Jesus through Mary, but the legal lineage of Jesus through Joseph. This much is clear as we come to the end of the genealogy. The line is broken when St. Matthew makes this poignant note of her, referring to Mary, was born Jesus who is called Christ. Notice that the Gospel of Luke provides Jesus' blood lineage through Mary. By far the most amazing thing about this pedigree is the names of the women who appear in it. Their names need not be mentioned, but the names of these four women were deliberately inserted in the list. Women were rarely mentioned in ancient genealogies, and the four mentioned here are worthy of special note as examples of God's grace. They show how God can take unlikely people and use them in great ways. Tamar, who surreptitiously seduced a father-in-law to gain an heir. Rahab, the Gentile prostitute of Jericho, who betrayed her own people to secure victory of the Israelites. Ruth, a Moabite, who showed greater fidelity to her mother-in-law's people rather than her own. And finally, the unnamed wife of Uriah, who later became David's concubine through adultery and murder and gave him a son, Solomon. To these women, St. Matthew wishes to show that the Lord identifies with sinners in his genealogy, even as he will in his birth, baptism, life, and his death on the cross. The most shocking detail is reserved for the end of the list. Jesus is born of Mary and biologically not sired by Joseph the last name mentioned in the genealogy. The genealogy is clearly intended to be that of Jesus' legal ancestry, not of his physical descent. We will encounter this genealogy a second time at the Vigil Mass for Christmas. So we read the genealogy of Matthew and see the royal lineage of Jesus. He is the one who will bring the blessing of Abraham to the whole world. He is the royal son of David that all of Israel have been waiting for. He is the one that the prophets wrote about and the psalmist sang about. He will be king of Israel who blesses all the nations of the world, especially the outsiders. We know all of this because Matthew tells us in the genealogy that carefully reveals the hope that has arrived in Jesus. But far greater than all these names, the name not mentioned and which is too holy to be mentioned, and visibly absent from this list, is the only list which matters, the only title which counts as something. You see, the Jews were waiting and expecting the son of David and the son of Abraham, but the world had been waiting for something more, the son of God, whose birth in time we will celebrate next week. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, 
and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.